It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay, good evening. Welcome to another Michigan Free and Independent State, Michigan General General Assembly Officers Call for Tuesday, the 23rd of January, 2018. 8.06 is start time. All your floor. Okay, welcome, folks. Uh... Let's pick up with a short review of what we did two weeks ago on our discussions here. I can I can give you a short review, very short, but not not complete. Okay. Um, we started about eight oh seven. One nine eighteen, and um, had Dan, Linda, Jonathan, Joe, Nick, and Paul present. We talked a little bit about um, the leaves and um, how many people were in the family, and and then we talked about um, Mr. Barton. Of wall builders, um, the Wikipedia page of um, Lightfoot Lee, Henry Lee, um, that's a good. Oh, there's something called Full30.com. I think that's a good website. I wrote that down. And we talked about signers. The these being the signers of a. Articles of Confederation. Okay, that's about that's all I've got from that week. I'm trying to zero in on the Lee thing, so I can mm. go about it. Yep. Okay. This this Lee thing. Can somebody make some inroads to one the place in I think it was Coldwater, Michigan. The you thinking of the uh Hillsdale? Hillsdale College. Okay. And if somebody makes some inroads into wall builders to get this thing nailed down about this thing with Mr. Lee. Because okay. there's been other well, people looking, and nobody is finding what I stated two, okay. three years ago. And it's it's driving everybody nuts. And I know what I read. Right. You saw it two to, two to three years ago, but that's just when you saw it. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, Hillsdale College is what I thought about earlier today. And then 
I am on a site called local.gov slash teachers. A Republic, if you can keep it. And I have a copy, a copy of James McHenry's diary. And um, I haven't blown it up and looked at it yet, but it's on a new document. And um, I looked up the signers of the, the signers of the um, of the Constitution um, on September 18th. You know when Lincoln, I mean, um, uh, Franklin came out and talked to Mrs. Powell. Anyway, um, none of the signers of the Constitution were leased. They sent someone else to do that job because they were busy in Virginia. Now, um, Dan and Jonathan and I talked to Robert about this whole thing. And Robert says, as far as he knows, and this is a short, this is a short, short um, part of the conversation. As far as he knows, that James McHenry did record it, and the um, writings. We need to get with the writings of, of uh, the Lee family. That's. Um, <clears throat> anyway, it can't be. It wasn't found with James McHenry's stuff, but it was. There was a Lee there. As far as he knows, there was a Lee there, and and he did give the formula for getting our our uh, restoring our republic if we lost it. In, it was in in response to what Franklin said. We just need to do some more research. And we talked about the Lee Papers, and I've already been to the website of the Lee Papers, so I will go back there sometimes and look, look, look. I don't know if I can find it, but <clears throat> if there's been a systematic effort to eliminate it, then we're going to have to find it somewhere else. And I. And the only thing I can think of to do that is what you said that with Hillsdale College. thought about that earlier today. And um that uh, that is a really good idea. So that is something I, I will I will pursue that and somebody else is gonna have to pursue the whole thing with um David Barton. Has, has anybody heard anything from this back from this Daniel? Who was the contact person for him, anyhow? He um, he called the hotline to start with, and then I gave him the yeah. gave his number to Senior, and then Senior fell out of speaking engagements, and he came over here and we called him on the phone and made the arrangements for him to meet us in Ithaca. But I haven't heard anything from him since or I'm not even sure how it was left. 
Well, the one thing he was supposed to do is he was supposed to get us or me in touch with David Barton. Oh, okay. And that's been a while now. Yep. So, one of two things, Joe, could you bump this Daniel a email? Yes, sir. Saying what's the possibility of um there is a discussion about David that you being able to meet with David Barton or make a phone call that would help steer us in the right direction of him contacting us or us contacting him on a subject matter that we have been working on. And we were wondering if you've come in contact with David Barton in the last two or three or 30 to 60 days. Okay, will do. Thank you. Um, now you have both them bases covered there. It's, it's still driving me nuts. And, and I had a discussion with Robert, too, after Colby's were there. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering if this was actually removed completely right off the Internet. It uh, could be. It could very well be. It just, I can't remember the name of the, um, uh, the organization that's in Virginia that has microfiche. They have microfiche of thousands of original documents. David... I think his name is David Belial, B-E-L-I-L-E-S. Let me write that down. And they know space, Foundation for American Christian Education. They know um, a lot of the other people in the different Christian history type organizations in the United States. Let me write David Belial. Okay. Now that I'm talking about it, it might be Providence Foundation. And if it was if it was removed before he got the documents to to microfiche them to put them on microfiche, then it it might not be there. Oh. What we're going to have to do, I think, is, um, okay, I'm going to write this down too as I'm speaking, so I'm going to talk slow. Make a list of all Christian hit. Now, I can do this. I can do this part. Christian history um, organization. Okay, one of them I know is the No Webster Foundation in California, Beth Munger. And there's another one else. She's associated with another one that's... And then they were associated with FACE because FACE was in California studying with all these organizations way back when. And then um, FACE moved to Virginia, Virginia Beach. And... Um, and now they're, I think they're closely associated with Providence Foundation because they're, they're out there in the East Coast. 
but I can make a list of all these Christian history organizations. And then we have to make up. I don't know, maybe we can make it up together. A letter from us. From MGJA. Okay. I have sent to Face before a question. And it was while we, when we first started our our uh, membership. And it was, I can't even remember what it was. It was, it was in relation to something in the assembly. And I sent uh, just a general, general question. Didn't say who we, who it was. That was just for me. And um, she, she replied back with the answer. And told me that um, anytime I needed any more help in the future, I'll just ask. So um, most of these organizations are research organizations, and there's probably at least five of them that I can get the list of. And I don't have them on the top of my head right now. So I've got Providence Foundation, FACE. Does everyone know what FACE is? What does FACE stand for? Foundation for American Christian Education. Okay. Anyway, probably about 50 years ago or so, maybe more like 60, I'm not sure how many years ago. It's, it's, they, they put together the big red books. It was Rosalie Hall and Rosalie Slater and, and, and Miss, Miss Hall and Miss Slater. They were, they were, they were, not, they were unmarried. And they spent their lives putting together these Christian history books. So now it's in the hands of somebody else because these two ladies have passed away and they moved out east. And um, Carol Adams, I think, is their their um, organization, organizational person. And they exist. They exist. Them and all these other organizations exist to research and restore Christian history. So, anyway, any other ideas? <laughs> what we're basically looking for, it could be a very, very simple letter. Anybody that makes a phone call, anybody that drafts a letter, anything. It's very simple. Asking these places. We have a very interesting question. We know that Benjamin Franklin was asked by a woman what type of government you gave us. The thing is, is after he responded, we are more interested in what Mr. Lee said after Benjamin Franklin is a correction in the full statement of what need to be said. And this is what we're looking for. It's number one, which Mr. Lee 
number two, the entire quote, word for word. And it's that simple. And it's just like going and running through my head is I had an opportunity to go up to the Indiana State Supreme Court Library one time. I wish the clock would have stopped because when I started digging up there for the subject matter I was after, I got into a whole bunch of other stuff. And I mean very interesting stuff. If you can imagine walking out with a stack, an armload of paper copied off and spending darn near 20 to $25 in a copy machine, it was good that day. So the thing is, is being able to find this information, and that's what they asked me when I walked in there, what are you looking for? Well, I'm a student looking for this. I understand this exists, but I need some more references. And it's very simple. We're just looking for what Mr. Lee said in continuing the statement that Benjamin Franklin made on the type of government. Yeah. It would it would be very easy to that's that's what we're looking for. It's very basic. Would it raise any eyebrows? No. We're just interested in what this Mr. Lee had to say. Because there is an art there is a interest we have because we know something was said but we don't know exactly what was said. So therefore, we're looking to find what was said by Mr. Lee, which Mr. Lee, in reference to what Benjamin Franklin had to say after he stated what he said. Yeah. I've walked in the libraries. I've walked into different law places. I'm a student. Yes, I am. I am a student. I know this was said. Now I just need to know the exact phrase of what was said and exactly who said it. That's that's what we're looking for. Um, between Hillsdale, down there, where you mentioned, Linda, um, wall builders, it's really been driving me nuts where I read it. And the problem is, is I bet you I found it on the Internet because in doing some research and studying, and the problem is, is I've been wanting to go back and find it, but like the discussion with Robert, I don't think that site exists anymore. I'll give you a very good example. I'm sitting in a room right now with more Caterpillar heavy equipment manuals than what you'll ever find online. And I swear, Caterpillar hires somebody to make sure that their information is just not any place online. You have to go to their website to get their information. I swear up and down, they pay somebody to find it and to destroy it, delete it, make it vanish, whatever. 
they, they seem to be very, very secretive of their information. And the only way you get it is you pay immensely for it. Each one of these books on the shelves that are about three inches thick run anywhere from $250 to $400 a piece. So is somebody out there skimming this information? See, another thing that's been run through my head is that there was a gentleman that came to our meeting a few times with the Colbys who claimed something, and I know darn well what I read because I wrote it down word for word. And instead of carrying out the... How can I say this? Instead of carrying out the argument further, I just pretty much that day told the guys, as well, I need I need your references. And I never heard anything back. And I think, Dan and Linda, you might know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> it's not Carl. It was... Huh? Yeah, Somebody... The, the other guy that was there about a year ago. The other researcher... Oh, was that uh, Dean? Yes, yes. Yeah, there's a comment that he tried countering me, and I, I just shrugged my shoulders as I need your references then. Because I know what I read, and I've looked in a few different places. So that's what this goes back to is when somebody asks, why and how come? Well, we're... We've stumbled across something, and we need to know this. Number one, who said it? And number two, what was exactly said? Because we're curious, and we would like to know, and we're with a group of people that would like to know this. Yeah. So, and that's... It's like asking somebody why the earth doesn't move. And, and I tell you, you'll the person behind the counter at a library will stop and look at you like you're crazy. No, it's true. So, where did I find this information in this library? I know it's here. <coughs> so it's just like asking these groups of people or these these entities. We know that's been said. We just need to find number one who, number two what was exactly said. There is one other place, and I do kind of keep it to myself. There's only a few people I've ever told this to. But there is a research area. There's a research library of historical records. It is here in Michigan. And it's from everything from the southern states during the Civil War, Atlanta, Virginia, the Carolinas, a lot of stuff, information that was gathered down there that was literally taken out of their courthouses, <clears throat> now their state capitals, was actually brought all the way up here because this was the furthest state north that was involved in the Civil War. And at the time where it was brought up and stored, 
there was quite a scrimmage line formed that if anybody did try coming up, it was um, pretty secure up here to keep that information up here. Now, the thing is, does anybody know which library it was stored at? Which major library, which major university all this information has been stored at? University of Michigan. Ann Arbor. Mm. Oh, really? A lot of people don't know this. Now, 15 years ago, they were supposed to have a scanner that was made in Germany that could take these old books and old documents, scan them, and put them online. They were supposed to make all this stuff available online. I never seen it. I remember listening to the news program. I remember sitting down and watching it two or three times on TV, and I never seen anything become of it. Now, the only other ones I ever let this know was Bob and Robert. They're the only other ones. Yes, there was some very good information come out of there and doing a lot of research. That would be the only other place I could think of. Now, was it take to get into that library today for the average person? I have no idea. Well, I know that Barton, um, or I think it's Barton, historical place, you've got to leave your driver's license at the desk if you... Okay. And, and there's lots of things in that library that you can't get to. That, that I know. That's just one place. That That's just one place that's in Ann Arbor. But if we could go to... Yeah, the library in Lansing might be it. Jonathan was talking about going to that. Or not Jonathan. It was John uh, Lutke was talking about going to that um, not too long ago. And at the last meeting, he said something about it again. And um, he was going to give me a call when they went so that we could go too. And we'd all go together. He wanted to do some research there. Anyway, I um go there and research. I need time to do Um, I have Mr. Um, McHenry's words in his book. Just type them up. They are, I quote, A lady, ask Dr. Franklin, well, doctor, what have we, what, what we got? A republic or a monarch? A republic, replied the doctor, if you can keep it. The lady here alluded to was Mrs. Powell of Philadelphia. So we actually have her name. I thought I thought that it was um, not actually 
known who the lady was. That was uh-huh. really interesting. But it is. It is known. Um, Mr. Um, Dr. Franklin, I mean, Mr. Um, McHenry actually recorded it. So that's cool. Yes, I don't remember the woman's name right off the top of my head, but I do remember reading that in there also. Yeah, I could probably, I'll look her up to see what happens if I look her up. That would be interesting. But Robert gave us the clue about looking up papers of our um one of our yeah. our one of our one of our Lee one of our Lee and you know predecessors. I'll do that. I'll do that because I was I actually was on that web and I didn't I didn't search it thoroughly. Cindy Luce always talked about getting a hold of Dave Barton also, but I don't remember ever anything panning out with that. Okay. Mr. McHenry was not at the convention the whole time either. He was he missed from June first to August fourth. His brother it was due to an unexpected illness of his brother. Okay. Oh, and now down below Oh down below is a comment or but down below the quote is we suggested sharing this page with students, confirming that they know what a monarchy and republic are, and then asking them what they think Benjamin Franklin meant, if you can keep it. We then proposed recording student responses and generating a class list of specific behaviors required to maintain a republic. And finally, providing students with an opportunity to conduct original research about the Constitutional Convention, delegates Eliza Powell, and their understanding of a republic. Hmm. I want you to share share these. There's a comment section down below and so on. <clears throat> anyway, this website is a republic. I think it's called a republic. If you can keep it, Let's see if I can find it. I think it's Library of Congress website. Yeah, this is the library. Connect with the library. This is the Library of Congress website. And it's us teaching. They might be able to help us too. That's that's an interesting. I'll I'll look I'll look up some stuff on the Library of Congress maybe. Maybe send them on this email. What? Um. Is part of U of M down there in Detroit area? 
Dearborn. Actually, is in Dearborn. That's where Dan went to school there. It'd be very interesting to call the history teacher down there. See, once upon a time, when I was doing research, I used to go down Notre Dame quite a bit. And it wasn't uncommon to call a librarian. And if the librarian didn't have an answer, the librarian went and looked. And if the librarian couldn't find it, there was a teacher that got involved or somebody ahead of that department, whether it was for law, whether it was for history, whether it was for English or whatever it may be. So that's what I'm wondering. Number one is that anybody know somebody that is a, excuse me, a student down there for starters. But then number two, how does their um, do they have a library where somebody can call in from the outside be able to ask questions about a history, or if they have got a section on the settling of this country? Any any particular area in that library for that. <laughs> Nick, yeah. you got to back your mic away. Oh, sorry, i got to put it on mute. Now, a question for Linda. Yeah. Earlier I was listening, but I was taking some notes, and, and I just wrote a letter to uh, Dan with one voice rising, I sent every uh, uh, Paul. I sent a copy to you, me, and Nick. Uh, was it Dr. James McHenry that you spoke of? That in his notes, uh, he's a Maryland's uh, delegate to the convention, and he's the one that uh, in his notes put down that Dr. Franklin said, "Well, uh, where the woman asked, and he replied, a Republican, a Republican, if you can keep it." But Dr. James McHenry? Dr. James McHenry, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm caught up or I'm back on track. I don't know which. Well, they just, on the, um, on the Library of Congress website, they just call him James McHenry. And okay, and this is this uh, sentence previous, it says, at the close of the Constitutional Convention of 1787, is where this uh, Dr. James Henry McHenry's notes are from. And I don't know if that's a key. That's something that, that I dug up and sent to a few a few people, Paul, you included, and uh, yeah. I was just reviewing my notes. Yeah, I think that um, I looked that one up. Okay. I don't see that one in front of me at the library of Congress. Now, I've got the other one that I uh, quoted, a quote from Richard Henry Lee, but I don't know where it was written down or or said. To preserve liberty, it is essential that the whole body of the people always possess arms and be taught alike, especially when young, how to use them. The first maxim of a man who loves liberty shall be never to grant the rulers an atom of power that is not most clearly and indispensably necessary for the safety and well-being of society. Now that was Richard Henry? 
Richard L Henry Lee. Yeah. And you sent that by email. Pardon? You sent that by email. I did send it to you then? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I just clicked that back on it. If not, I will, but... Okay. If okay. you want to resend, okay with me. Yeah, that'd be great. And then um, there might be another screw there, too. Yep, yep. It's uh, on its way. Gone. Well, since you found that quote, then because of the extensive writings and the extensive participation of that whole family, I think the four people, uh, Arthur, William, um, uh, Francis, and Henry, Lee, they're all Lees. I think they were all brothers, and I think Richard was their father. They were all from Virginia, and they all participated in one way or another in the Articles of Confederation and being delegates to their state state meetings and so on. Um, and it wasn't, I don't think it was just them that participate, participated in the government, because I think a number of them participated in the local government. Anyway, I'm talking about the Articles of Confederation. Those mm -hmm. four participated in that the, that body, and um, many of the of the um, many of the written documents that came from that or to that were by the Lee brothers, mainly Mr. Henry. He wrote the Bill of Rights, right? Am I correct about that? Anyway. So. Maybe I'll make up a little timeline, too. Let me read it. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm going to try to do that right away. Yeah, I think we got a plan. Yep, yep. I'll call. I'll call Robert again and say, okay, Robert, what do you remember now? And I'll I'll take notes when I talk. Okay. <clears throat> yes, I don't mean to keep harping on this, but this is kind of, this kind of something we decide on, <clears throat> what we need for a heading, header, title, attention, line, whatever you want to call it, reflecting our sites being posted at different places. And it, it's just a, it's just something that would stand out. It explains everything. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's where we're at right now. And But, boy, I didn't realize it's going to be like pulling teeth trying to find this thing. <laughs> I've got, uh, if I may, I've got another... Uh, one that is very similar to everything we've read before. You know, when Mrs. Paul couldn't wait any longer, she asked Franklin, Franklin 
and he said what he did, and then it says Franklin's words were more than a boast. They were a warning. The curious thing about a democratic system is that it contains the seeds of its own demise. Freedom is not something guaranteed by any parchment or promise. It is earned by each generation, which must must jealously protect it from threats, not only from outside, but from within a nation. Yeah. So, you know, those those are another set of good uh, words to, uh, to back everything we're doing, saying. And, and, yeah, we need that statement yesterday, I believe. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, too. Oh gosh! Oh, no. I looked. I decided to put up on the little um, search search bar, the search engine bar, in um, on uh, the computer, and I put "preserving a republic," and then it comes up establishing a republic. Um, de- or Declaration of Independence, establishing a republic. Uh, the French Revolution, uh, perspectives on the co- Constitution, a republic if you can keep it, preserving the white man's republic, preserving a blue planet through sustainability, republic services, we the people, citizens dedicated to preserving our our uh, I don't know, I don't know. But it's called we the people, USA dot Ning dot com. N I N G. N I N G. Preserving our democracies, preserving our ex- the exceptional republic. <laughs> our republic. Our republic online. Well, there's only two pages to this. <laughs> Not much out there. Inauguration Day. Responsibility of Citizens. National Center for Constitutional Studies. Quotes on Liberty. Oh, I'm pointing that one. It's very interesting that everybody's got the questions, are asking the questions, but we're finding very, very little of the proper answer. And as much as much information as we know has been shoved inside this thing we call a computer, it ought to be blasting out, just ready to fall out of there at us, unless it's hidden. Franklin's quote is, only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. As nations become more corrupt and vicious, they have more need of masters. Yeah, 
Probably written on the back side of a door that's always open so we can't see it in public. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, Joe. It'll probably be someplace somewhere right underneath their noses, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes you got to go halfway around the world to find it. Near that yeah. right in front of your face. Oh yeah. Patrick Henry said, "Virtue, morality, and religion. This is the armor of my friend. This is the armor, my friend, and this alone that renders us invincible. There are tactics we should study. If we lose these, we are conquered, fallen indeed. Dot dot dot. So there's more to it. So long as our manners and principles remain sound, there is no danger. And then he, there's another quote. Starts out. I won't read it, but. Starts out bad man cannot make food. Bad man cannot make food. Oh, no, no free government or blessings or the blessings of liberty can be preserved to any people but by firm adherence to justice, moderation, temperance, frugality, and virtue. Mm-hmm. By a frequent recurrence to the fundamental. <clears throat> that was by Patrick Henry. I am going to yep. As much as we've said, Paul, <clears throat> has any of this triggered what you think you read before? Well, I, I know what I've read, but the problem is, is finding it. I can tell you what I read, but... I'm just wondering if we put in some key words of that phrase into the computer and go hit the button and it comes right up to it. Is you know I'm trying to think outside the box for a second. Well, I was even doing quotes by uh Mr. Lee. Mm-hmm. Different Lees and it never came back up again. Okay. How about that uh Saint or that that Doctor James, whatever I said earlier, Mick something. I don't know if he had too many quotes. Oh, McHenry, yeah, yeah. By okay. the time you got done with that, you would be three days later. He's got that many quotes. Well, if 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 you if if they kept it short. Oh, okay, okay. See, because wow. he was busy recording stuff from other people, too. I got you. I got you. So, Boy, life was real busy back then, wasn't it? What What, what do I do today? I'm going to quote something. Yeah, <laughs> see, and that's that's what drives some people nuts is yeah. trying to um, get this get this right. Yep. Yep. Yes, John. Oh, I was just yupping along. He was yupping along. Oh. 
Well, I got the letter out to that feller on uh, One Voice Horizon. Maybe I'll get back on the computer tomorrow afternoon. I don't think I'll get on it tonight or tomorrow morning. I'm busy. Maybe I can dig some more, dig some more. Yeah. Okay. This website's called libertyone.org. Okay. Write that down, you guys. Liberty One. Who's that to? This is to all of you. Liberty, the number one. Liberty One. Dot org. And it's under slash virtue. That's where all these books are. Backslash. Okay. There's some quotes here by Witherspoon. Let a man deal profession or even principles as political matters be what they will be. If he is without personal integrity and private virtue, as a man, he is not to be trusted. Uh, the manners, this is another, the manners of the people in general are of the utmost moment to the stability of any civil society. When a body, when the body of a people are altogether corrupt, their manners, the government is ripe for dissolution. So true is this: that civil cannot be long preserved without virtue. Then he says, "But a public once equally poised." Okay, but republicans once must either preserve its virtue or lose its liberty, and by some small revolution either return to its first principles or assume a more ha- unhappy form. John Witherspoon. Okay. Well, we got some other ideas here on this where to go with this. Does um is there anything else we need to discuss this evening while we got a few minutes left here? Uh Jesse was wondering if this is the call to do it on. Uh kind of uh she was saying maybe her and I should write up some kind of uh, announcement that we're not doing a February meeting, physical meeting, that we're going to quarterly, and more details to come, such as, uh, uh, well, that we got to come up with the February phone call. I guess that should be in the initial letter, or should that be a state state call yeah. issue? Well, that, uh, both, we should bring it up here. The thing is, is that, number one, we do have a February meeting. It's going to be held as a conference call. Okay, the next next meeting will be held as a conference call at 10 o'clock at, uh, do we go to our number, what, 125307? Like, well, that's 129. 129.307 that we do yeah. for the uh, state calls in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got an acronym. I got an acronym for it. I want to hear it. MGJA, MGJA CC conference call. 
M-G-J-A-C-C. C-C. Whatever. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can, uh, we got a call next Tuesday. Maybe we can uh, clear, we clear it up then. Do we want to do it at o'clock or do we want to do it later? That's a question. Pardon? I mean, te- technically, we start at 10 o'clock, but do we want to do it at 10 o'clock or do we want to do it later? Oh, next week is the, uh, <laughs> there's no call next Tuesday, she just said. No. Next. The state conference call. Only do it on Saturday. Correct. There, there, there shouldn't be any problem being able to start at ten, and because no, nobody's traveling for the first hour, two hours, three hours. Right, right. right. Okay, just so ten sure. o'clock. Ten o'clock ought to be late enough. Right, and then all right. we'll all go to Linda's for lunch. <laughs> okay. Now that that would be another thing here, is that if you do start that late. Are we going to get enough people back on the conference call after lunch? See, this oh. is what this is why I'm just a little skeptical of the whole thing. Well, or, should we even, or should we even stop for lunch? Because everybody no. sitting right there at home. Yeah, they want yeah. to walk away from their phone to go do it. They can walk well, away basically, from say it, it's the conference call is starting at. Starting at 10 and bring your own lunch. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think the, uh, if we get more than our usual 13, I'd be surprised of uh, that show up at the meetings. And, uh, though you know, we are pretty devoted to that, and we'd be willing. So, okay. See, that's, that's where I'm kind of thinking myself is, <clears throat> There's no reason starting later than ten, number one. Right. And number two, could it actually even be started earlier at nine? Yeah. Could be. People are on the road at nine and more than earlier than nine to get get there. I mean myself, nine to noon, nine to one, nine to two. Yeah. And and we're done. Yeah. Like I'd that. rather if if we're going to be home, nine o'clock should really be no excuse getting started. It's true. Okay. True. You mean your jammies and coffee? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ten o'clock, man. <clears throat> my day's half over with. Right. But I've already went to breakfast and back. <laughs> I'd have been out of work already and been doing stuff or doing nothing. Mm-hmm. See, that, that is true. Nine o'clock shouldn't be, I mean, take care of business, then, then get right into <clears throat> the meeting. And and like I said, need be. Um, do we really need to stop for lunch? Yeah. No. You want to eat lunch? You just mute your phone and go grab something to eat. Yeah. Take it with you. Yeah, I grab yeah. I eat on the conference calls all the time. Oh, that's you, huh? I'm just telling you what I do. I know. I want to go eat something. I just go put you on mute. I'm still listening. It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could smell the Limburger. 
<laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> that was open. So that's that's where that's where kind of my thinking is personally. Um, I know, call me crazy, but I wouldn't mind starting at eight. Yeah. I mean, that would be okay. That'd be okay with me too. Most, a lot of most people, people are on, are on the road. road even before that, you know, and, and so yeah. it's well, not a hardship that we aren't getting uh, already doing somewhat on a on a physical meeting, but we're jumping right into the the meat of it. Yeah, I'd yeah. be on the way. I might be on the way home that morning if it's an eight o'clock. Depends on if work went off, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, at eight, at eight. See it in that way also. By time, say it, Nick, Nick, or those working that kind of time period. By time we get started, they're home. <clears throat> the majority of the meeting is taking place before noon, and they hit the sack at noon, one o'clock. The majority of the meeting is is done. Yep. That, and yep. and this would also. Mr. James Thompson, who is not on tonight, would there's there would be no excuse. There you go. You mean the national people could attend? Um, they're they're going to, or else one of the one of the next call, one of the next conference state conferences or state meetings is going to be right in Kent. Yep. There's no excuse. I mean, I thought shook them up enough to at least show up to Perry or and I, I still can't believe those wankers can't show up like they need to. I mean, yeah. there's what reason? And like yeah. I said, on, on a phone call, there's there yeah. is no reason. Thursday night call or Thursday night calls or Tuesday night calls, there's no reason. At least, how about once a year for them? Geez, that'd be a yeah, the state of, state of the union is at least once a year. Yeah, that's that's almost a miracle for them. Whoops, did I say that? <laughs> yes, you did. But no big I could not believe they got fifty-seven thousand employed in the state of Michigan, and like I said earlier, I bet you they get more than a thousand dollars each a year, and what a waste. I don't think they make a measly forty-seven thousand each either. There's a lot of trimming to do there, right? Oh, bad, real bad. <laughs> so this this is what I'm kind of thinking. I mean, firstly, on these meetings, there's no reason starting later than nine. Okay. None. No, the only reason why I'd be a little late be if I got out. A little late, but that's... But I I would prefer to say that nine would should be the latest that we yeah, start at. Um, like I said, eight o'clock would be. Eight thirty be better for you. Eight would be well, yeah, eight thirty ish, eight thirty or nine. Be well, it, right? if he if we record it, he could always. I don't know what time you walk out the door, Nick. 
as soon as I get out, as soon as I walk out the door, I can. As soon as I get out of the shower, I can be on the conference call dialing on my head. Well, uh, camcord going if you're in the shower. There's no camcorder on this one. It's gonna be audio only. All right. So with that, I mean, even nine o'clock, eight thirty, nine o'clock, someplace in there. I mean, I know maybe eight thirty would be a good number or a good time. That way, eight thirty would guarantee that I'm good. Okay. Why don't we Why don't we do that, and we can always offer to the body, whomever gets on, uh, we can discuss later time changes if need be. I that that would work because I'm even thinking guys at farm like if I yeah. go out feed cattle in the morning. Yep. Yep. We're up by five anyhow. Chores should be done by. Eight at the latest. Yep. So, and I, I mean, it just—I'm just itching that way. It's not not to sound like a whiner, but getting started later means our afternoon gets cut more. Whereas one thing that would be a convenience to have in a conference, a state conference call like this, would <clears throat> starting at say eight thirty in the morning. By by noon we should be done. Noon we could be done. Yep. And have the rest of the day, or if it's going to get into something where we got somebody speaking or something, um, at lunch right at one o'clock, kick it into mm-hmm. gear for a two hour meeting, and and be totally done. But if we start at eight thirty, all the business is done by nine, say nine thirty at the latest. You got from nine thirty to noon, one o'clock to get things spoke out, shook out, and and just be done. Yep. Sounds good to me. Let's and then at that favorite. point, it's it's recorded, and uh, we we can get uh, the, from the recording the minutes and agenda and so forth. Mhm. And get them sent out. Sounds good. It, and that way, all that stuff is done. We don't yep. have to. I mean, I'm to me being way up here, and then Marvin is north of me yet. True, but the thing is, it would be just more of a convenience not to rip up and down the road all the time. Yep. But then also. Um, More people participate, and yeah, those like Marvin. I mean, it ought to be more of a convenience. There's the only one that I know that got dinged, and I he didn't know until later would be Daryl. Some people are prepaid. Got to watch out what the fine print says mm-hmm. in their program. There. Yeah, what do you get dinged for? Uh, conference calls on whatever he's got. You're only allowed, uh, what did he tell me, 220 conference call minutes a month. Oh, boy. Or 
something, some, some, some number that even caught me off guard. I'm like, do what? And he, he had to explain it again. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me, man. He says, no, that's it. I'm like, I was thinking to myself, you need to find something else then. Better Total have... wireless. Yeah. Mm. I don't get dinged on my service for it. No, he's got... Oh, yeah, match I don't... PCS. It might be. I think it is, come to think about it. I think he does have that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But that's one thing to keep in mind is um, some people that are involved in this, they got to take it with a grain of salt that they're going to have to make sure that they got a provider or carrier or whatever it is to um, make sure they're able to participate in this stuff all the time. Now, a little bit of gas saving, or should I say a lot of gas saving, should be uh, loosening up the, the purse springs for a little better outfit for the other end of it, maybe. Well, they, yeah. could jump, they could jump for 25 bucks, get a total wireless phone. Yeah. Just a cheap yeah. one. Without internet, they could get on a there conference you. call. Unlimited calling. Yeah, there you go. So Just a phone call or... For that, Twenty-five so. and, tw- and twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for a phone. Yep. Done. That's just a basic phone. Or you know, if they're on, we're on TalkShoe, they can listen via the internet and only dial in when they'd absolutely want to talk about something. Yep. True. True. That's that's the other option too. The only, the only other person, if we do start that early, which would be something if he did participate, if possible, would be Chris. Somebody like Chris Morash hanging out there at the edge. But we'll, we'll chat with him a little later. Mm-hmm. Is he out where he's an hour behind or an hour before or two hours? He's. What is it, Nick? I think he's He's on the edge of being a one hour. Yeah. Okay. I think he's one hour behind us, I think. I'd ha- I believe so. Because that, that part of. That part of Kansas City, I think is one hour behind. I don't think it's two hours behind, but just by, just beyond it, it is two hours behind. Yep. Okay. This is Linda. Yes. I have a sad, sad piece of news to give everyone. I don't know how many people remember him, but if you guys remember Art Morris. Yep. Yep. Yesterday, on the 19th, about mm. two or so. He's been weak a long, long time. He hasn't participated in his um, Monday night meetings, his health meetings, for about a year now. And uh, Chris was calling around. He called us, and we were gone. 
and Danny, a friend of Dan's, Danny called us and let us know. Okay. And there's you know, memorial service on like the 19th of February in the evening. And at uh, the little church, what's it, the church called? Restoration Restoration Bible Church. Mm-hmm. It's on 11 Mile in... Um, Probably be somewhere around because that's when the that's when the Monday night meetings start. They'll have mm. some kind of a more service, and then maybe they'll have. Um, Chris isn't completely decided on what they're going to do. Maybe they'll have like the day before uh, potluck or something at the church. You know. Anyway, mm. I just let you guys like you know. Okay. Thank you. And so you can. You can put him on the cast away list. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, a quick uh, one, Paul. When I went to uh, ComSec to look up the uh, One Voice, Dan from One Voice Rising, I just punched in Minnesota, and I come up with some other emails, and one was uh, naming a Clyde Cleveland from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a speaker that's that where had. that's where One Voice Rising's from, right? Boy, I hope not. So if what? Dan's from there and this guy's from there, uh, I don't know who Dan, uh, Clyde was, but maybe we can what? connect. No, no, Boy, tell me. Cleveland was a speaker that we had down here in Bay County and also in Wayne County. Okay. Yep. Okay. Didn't know. Yeah, I know you didn't know. Okay. All right. I yield. All right. You to work yet? I've been sitting here in the parking lot. Just... Well, go inside. I, you know, you could get one piece at a time. We'll call you Johnny Cash. Now, if we're all set, wrap her <laughs> up here, please. Won't be a Cadillac, it'll be a Buick. We all set to wrap this up then tonight? Yeah, I'm I'm set if everybody else is set because we'll between the time and focus on this quote, but I think time wise we're looking pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I would um yes, I'd entertain that idea very, very, very much of moving moving the time ahead. Nine. Eight thirty would be nice. Eight I, w- I could live with eight thirty. I could even do eight o'clock. It's just like I say it just eight thirty would be safer for you and and eight thirty that if I'm walking out the you know, out the door I can be dialed in and on my way home. Mm-hmm. Well the other thing is too is doing this is the join me business. Well that one so Nick, Nick should Nick should be home. Or somebody needs to be addressing this stuff. So when we're doing it, we are um, everybody's being able to look at the minutes like we are at the physical meeting. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're I get lacking with. Back uh, 
You haven't negotiated yet, correct, Nick? They haven't sent me anything to negotiate, so I'm going to call them again this okay. month here tomorrow and negotiate with them again. Okay. They want my okay. business for their service. Another thing on that, Nick, is get a hold of Chris and ask him, because he talked about another site or two. I imagine that right. they have to have some competition by now that if somebody else is willing to do business or offer greater services or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay, so we call it a night then, and um, we'll talk to you folks. We will adjourn this until two weeks from tonight. Yeah. And I, I'm working, so I don't have a calendar in front of me right now. I don't. Uh, two weeks. Oh, that's 13th of Thirteenth. On the sixth of February. The thirteenth is officer's call. Okay. All right. Good night. Yep. Okay. Everybody night. have a good night. We'll talk to yep. you a little later. Yep. yep. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.